I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Nobody pays for mediocrity. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. If you are loving the Work On Your Game podcast and you want to know what is the next step you can take to get further into this world, what you need to do is go claim your free copy of my newest book, The Third Day. In that book, I'm going to give you some simple performance formulas, brand new formulas that will help you be more consistent and disciplined and trust yourself more. And all of this with no willpower required. All you have to do is follow these new approaches that I'm going to give you about performing, consistency and discipline. You're going to learn to trust yourself, perform at a high level, build that reputation, and you will not need to will yourself into working hard or any of that old stuff that you've been hearing from other people about consistency. I'm going to show you the way to do it right. I'm going to give you the book for free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. So that's my newest book, Third Day. I'm going to give it to you free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. It's a physical book. The link is thirddaybook.com. Many people have asked me, Dre, do you do any form of coaching? The answer is yes. I have two coaching programs open, as a matter of fact. First, my one-on-one coaching program is my third-day mastermind. For those of you who want one-on-one personalized attention, where it's just you and I, we talk specifically about your goals, your challenges, where you want to go business professional-wise, where you're trying to get to, where you're at, what type of changes need to happen, whether those are tangible changes, intangible changes, starting with the being, then the doing. Of course, we got to get to the measurable havings. That is in my third day mastermind. My other coaching program is my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is my group coaching program where I will help you have clear, duplicatable systems for yourself and for your business and the discipline to execute. And I will help you make sure you have all of that stuff in place in 30 days or less. And then you're going to stick around the program even when you have your systems in place so that you can build your network so that you can connect with other people so that you can trade for services so that you can make those phone calls and send a text message and get problems handled that you otherwise don't need to be handling yourself or would not be able to handle yourself that is in my group program called the bulletproof mastermind you can get information and join either program by going to work on your game university.com right now again that is work on your game university.com for my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching program for one-on-one you hop on a zoom call with me so we can talk about who you are where you're at and how we can get started and the group coaching program you can sign up right there on the website right now both programs all information all details and get started by going to work on your game university.com
You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, and mindsets all under one unifying philosophy, one umbrella that is known as work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is do not outwork your weaknesses. That's right. The things that you are weak at, the things that you are not great at, do not try to outwork them. Do not try to make yourself better than them. You need to, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do, but outworking them is the wrong strategies. That is the thing that you're not going to do. And I'll explain why that is as we get into today's show. Now, first of all, let me tell everybody, I send out a daily motivation text every single day to everyone who's in my texting community, completely free of charge. If you'd like to receive it, all you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Send me a text right there. And every single day, you'll get my daily motivation text free of charge straight to your phone. Doesn't cost you a thing. And you can text me directly at that number as well. So you'll be getting and you can respond to my text rather. So you're texting me directly already, but I'll be texting you with the daily motivation. You can text back. You can ask questions, share your challenges. I might be asking you a couple of questions every now and then, and you will be texting each other right there at that number, 305-384-6894. And now with all that said, let's get into today's topic. Now, this is an approach. When I say not outworking your weaknesses, this is an approach that we use when applying the who before what mindset. And this is something that I did a training on in the Bulletproof Mastermind, which is my group training program for anyone out there who wants to get a clear system for what you're doing business-wise and the discipline to actually apply that system in 30 days or less. And then you're going to stay in it because of the connections and the community that you get access to. That's all in my Bulletproof Mindset. But in, in November of 2021, I did a whole training on this who, before, what concept. And it was such a good training that I wanted to share some of that concept, some of that idea in this masterclass that I'm giving out here today. And by the way, if and when you join the Bulletproof Mastermind in the archive, you can go back through any calls that's happened in the past. So anything that you were not a member of when it happened, you can still go back and get access to all of it. So anyway, today's topic is do not outwork your weaknesses. Let's get into these points so you'll know exactly what I mean by this and how you can start applying it immediately. Number one, a weakness is a weakness for a reason. And when we say weakness, these are things that, as we talked about a couple of days ago, this is not in your zone of genius. It's definitely not in your top three. It actually might not even be in your top 10. But for whatever reason, you've been putting some of your resources into this, your time, money, attention, energy and focus. These things that are your most valuable resources, you've been giving some of these to this thing that is a weakness of yours. This is overall a bad strategy. But as I explain it, you'll understand it a lot better. It's a weakness for a reason, because this skill is clearly not in your wheelhouse. And you know that. Now, while you can become okay at certain skills, it's unlikely it'll ever be your money skill, as I explained a few days ago. Now, it doesn't have to hurt you, this thing that is a weakness of yours, because you might be thinking to yourself, maybe you're mentally protesting right now. Well, hey, Dre, look, this is that thing that you're talking about there. That is no, it's a weakness of mine, but I need to you know, cover up that weakness. I need to get that weakness from being a weakness. I need to turn it at least into something that I'm average at because it's hurting me. It's slowing me down. So 
that weakness doesn't have to continue to hurt you. So you can make yourself okay at something that's a weakness. You can make yourself adequate at something that is currently a weakness. But understand, it's never going to be the thing that's going to have people beating down your door. It's not going to be your money skill. That's probably going to be the things that you already had some natural ability at or things you've already put a ton of time into. And that's why you're good at them. That's why they're your money skills. That's why they're in your top three. That's why they're the things that you are either already amazing at or you have the potential to be amazing at. These things that are your weaknesses, once you recognize them as weaknesses, you can also accept the fact that you're probably these are never going to be your money skills. Uh, they're never going to get to that level. They have a certain level of potential. Your ceiling may be mediocrity at those things. Just like I explained to you with me playing baseball back before I played basketball, I knew my ceiling was mediocrity at that particular sport. So I found something else and I got better results. It's the same thing for you. When you recognize that something is a weakness for you, you can either, one thing you can do is just completely abdicate, meaning you never have to focus on it at all. You can outsource it, pass it off to somebody else, or just completely eliminate it as a thing that needs to be done at all. You might not even need to be focusing on it in any way, shape, or form. To give you an example, just yesterday, from when I'm recording this, not when you're hearing it, but in the Bulletproof Mastermind, uh, there was a training call and someone was asking about social media. And he was saying, you know, for my business and the type of business that he's in, though, know, I'm thinking about, I was thinking that maybe I could just ignore social media, didn't have to do it at all. I'm wondering if I need to get involved in social media at all. And I said, well, most of the people who are on this call, the other people who are on the training call, most of them are not heavy users of social media. They don't really, I mean, when I say using, I mean posting and putting themselves out there. You see pictures of them and stuff all the time. Like I use social media. Most of the people in the Bulletproof Mastermind are not big users of social media. I use it more than probably everybody in there put together. And I was saying back to that person, well, first of all, let's get clear. It's not that you need to use social media just because it exists. The same way that any of you who you know that podcasting exists doesn't mean you need to start a podcast. You know that there are blogs and people have personal websites doesn't mean you need to do it. I mean, you're aware of CrossFit doesn't mean you need to join the CrossFit gyms just because it exists. And some people enjoy it and some people are even using it for positive results does not mean you need to use it for a positive result because you have to ask a different question first. Before you even ask the question, should I do this thing? First, we got to take a step backwards and ask the question, what is the outcome that you're after? Or what are the outcomes, plural, that you're after? And how would this activity lead me to creating more of my desired outcome, if at all? If you can't answer that question, then you probably don't need to be doing that thing. So. For any of you out there, for just using this example that someone asked about in the Bulletproof Mastermind, if your ideal clients, the people who are going to buy your stuff or pay for your things, are not users of, let's say, Instagram or TikTok, then you don't need to be on Instagram or TikTok. I personally know who the people are who are joining my mastermind, who are becoming my coaching clients. Those are my highest value people in my audience. They're not using TikTok. And if they are, they're not using it to find out who's going to be their coach. So I don't need to be on TikTok. If I want to use it, I might use it because it's fun for me. Maybe it's a leisure activity for me. Maybe it's because I want to connect with a, a certain audience of people who I know to be over there. But when it comes to my business, I don't need it. So I know when I'm using certain platforms, I know when I'm on my podcast, who I'm talking to. I know when I post something on Instagram, who I'm talking to. I know when I put a video on YouTube, who I'm talking to. I know when I send an email out, who I'm talking to. And some of you are in multiple of those audiences. Some of you are only in one or two or maybe only one of them, but I know exactly who's in each audience. So I know how my message is going to come across with each one. And that's what you really need to be thinking about. So the point here is going back to our, our overall point here today is 
if something is a weakness, so to speak, for you, something that you're not really putting any energy or attention into, you don't necessarily have to do anything with it. You could just throw it away and say, okay, well, I don't need to post on. You could say that TikTok is a weakness of mine because I don't post on TikTok. I don't use TikTok at all. I don't even open the app. I have it on my phone, but it has that, you know, that little cloud logo because you haven't used it in a long time. I don't need to use that. It could, you could call it a weakness for me, but I don't need it because it doesn't affect my business based on the way that I want to run my business. Now, if I decide to target a different group of people in my business, then maybe I need to fix that weakness and do something about it. But until or unless I make that decision, I don't need it. So this is the way that you need to think about it, taking a step back. Does this weakness actually need to be fixed? And if so, what is it going to do for me? If you can't answer that question, then you probably don't need to address it at all. So these things don't have to hurt you. But again, it's not going to be a thing that's beating down your door anyway. So think about where you have the potential to be amazing. That's where you need to focus your energy. Keep in mind the 80-20 principle. Now, 80% of your results come from 20% of your inputs, not by you know, focusing on 80% of everything that you could possibly do. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is do not outwork your weaknesses. Hard workers try to outwork their weaknesses. This is what hard workers do. Any of you who would define yourself as a, let's say, as a hard worker, as the main, the most important thing about you is that you just work hard. That is your money skill is hard work. And by the way, any of you who has hard work as your money skill, uh, you need to get a different money skill because hard work is the entry fee to being a professional. It is not your, it's not the differentiator. There's a big difference between your entry fee and a differentiator. Everybody works hard who's a professional. Any professional who is able to sustain has to work hard. So I understand if you are a hard worker, maybe even you work harder than everybody that you know and all your colleagues around you. I get it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I want you to understand the thing that you get paid for is not hard work because everybody in your profession, in your industry, at least there are a lot of people, let's say, who work hard. Maybe you don't see them, but they do exist. All right. Hard working. If that is your money skill, or at least you think it's your money skill, you're wrong. But if you think that's your money skill, here's the problem with hard work being your, your main differentiator, or at least you thinking that is your main differentiator, is that you will try to outwork your weakness. And here's the paradox of it. You will actually make progress. You'll think you need to outwork your weaknesses because you're not great at X, Y, Z, and then you'll go work on X, Y, Z, and you will make progress. You will slowly get better at those things. Here's the problem with it. Every minute you spend on that thing that is currently a weakness is a minute that you're not spending on your strengths and your ceiling in those things that you're spending time on, those weaknesses that you're working on. Your ceiling is mediocrity. Maybe a little bit above mediocrity is the best that you can possibly be. So you're working on something that is not going to produce a return on investment. Maybe it feels good to you. And maybe you can look in the mirror and say, hey, I outworked that weakness. I did something about that thing that was a weakness for me. Now it's no longer a weakness. Great. All right. I'll congratulate you and commend you on that. The problem is now you still got to figure out how do you take your skills and produce a return from them? Because that thing that you're now mediocre at, ain't nobody paying you for that. Just in case you didn't know. Nobody pays for mediocrity. So if you're working hard on a weakness that becomes a mediocrity, nobody's ever going to pay you for it. So you put all of this investment into something that is not going to give you back anywhere close to what you invested in it. And if you want to put some numbers to it, think about how much your money skills are actually worth. Then think about how much time you spent working on a weakness and multiply your hourly rate for your money skill times how many hours you spent working on a weakness. That's how much money you lost working on that weakness. Now, how are you going to make that money back? Because that weakness now is a mediocrity and that mediocrity is not worth anywhere near what your money skill is worth. And we just explained this two days ago and broke it down. So if you're working hard on a skill that nobody will ever pay for, you got a problem. 
This is the paradox of outworking your weaknesses is that you will make progress and this will sometimes trick people into thinking they just need to keep doing this. I mean, just keep outworking my weakness because it's something that you know how to do. Maybe it feels comfortable for you. It's within your comfort zone. It's easy for you. You feel competent because you feel like you know what you're doing. The problem is it is not going to produce anything for you. And this is how people end up utilizing their time in an inefficient way that is not producing the desired result. And then they wonder why they don't have a lot of time or they're not getting the returns that they want to get. It's because they're using improper formulas. Your formulas are backwards. And this is why, being that we all have 24 hours in a day, how some people use theirs efficiently and they get all the returns they want and other people use their 24 hours, but they're not getting any of the returns they want is because the formulas are incorrect. And that's what I'm helping you with here. And inside the Bulletproof Mastermind, I'll help you with this in specific detail so that you will know down to the letter and down to the number exactly what you need to be doing, how you need to be doing it and where to go next. But you do not want to get into the paradox of outworking your weakness because it makes progress for you, but doesn't get you anywhere. So you're making progress, but going nowhere. It's kind of like running on a treadmill. This is when you try to outwork your weaknesses, what you're doing is what I call progress by addition. What is progress by addition? It means every time you put in one unit of work, you get one unit of result. You put in two units of work, you get two. You put in 10, you get 10 and so forth and so on. Now, you may be listening to me and saying, well, Dre, isn't that a good thing? Put in two units of work, get two units back. Put in 17 units, get 17 units back. Isn't that a good thing? Possibly. But let me, but you actually shouldn't even be asking that question if, if it's a good thing or not yet because you don't have all the information. There's another way to make progress. Progress by addition is not the only way to make progress, even though it is the way that many people who do not get maximum returns on their time investment, this is the way that they work. They show up, they do X and they get X back. But let me tell you what's another way that you can make progress. Can I share with you another way that might be better for you? You can hear me out on both and then you can make a decision. Is that all right? All right, here it is. We call this other way progress by multiplication. Now, before I even explain what that means, let me ask you, which way would you rather make progress? Would you rather make progress by addition or by multiplication? Now, even if you don't know what either one means, so you know what addition means, I just explained it. As long as you understand what the word addition and word multiplication mean, then I think you can draw some pretty simple uh, ideas as to what these two mean compared to each other, right? Progress by multiplication means the following. This is how someone will outsource their weaknesses, in other words, or abdicate from, meaning just drop them and stop focusing on them at all. Like, again, you don't need to hire somebody to handle your Instagram for you. If you don't need Instagram for your business, maybe just don't be on Instagram at all. You need to hire anyone. Don't do anything. Just focus your time and efforts on other things that actually will help your business. People who progress by multiplication focus on their strengths. They either delete or outsource their weaknesses. And because they're focusing more on their strengths, more of their resources on their strengths, those strengths are producing a higher return at a faster rate. Therefore, they are progressing by multiplying rather than progressing by the, by adding. So if we were to put some, if we were to make this a little bit more tangible, as we already explained, person who progresses by addition, they put in two units, they get two units back, they put in 10, they get 10 back. Person who progresses by multiplication, they put in two units of effort, they get four units back. They put in 10 units of effort, they get 20 back. And then if you just keep multiplying, they put in 20, now they get 40. Put in 40, they get 80. Put in 80, they get 160. 160, they get 320. So they just keep adding by multiplying or growing by multiplying, rather. Whereas for the person who is growing by addition, in order for them to get up to 320, all right, 
how many units they got to put in. They got to put in 320 themselves. That'll take a much longer time. And this is just assuming that we're doubling. But what about when we multiply by three, four, 10, 20, 100, 1,000? This is what happens when people focus on their strengths is that you multiply your returns. When you focus on your weaknesses, the best you can possibly do is adding to your returns by addition, one at a time. Even if you're even good enough to do that, because if your weakness is weak enough, then you might not even be able to get there. This is your ceiling is adding by addition, growing by addition rather. But when you focus on your strengths, you're growing by multiplication. So for example, if you suck at drawing, you're not a good person with drawing with your hands. Like I suck at drawing with my hands. So I'm a good example here. I probably should not sign up for a class on graphic design. Now, why not? Now, could I take a class on graphic design and maybe get a little bit better? Maybe improve that weakness a bit? Probably. I probably would get a little bit better at graphic design. Maybe I'll even start to like it a little bit. Maybe it'll become a hobby for me. And But here's what I could do instead, because I'm probably never going to be a full-time graphic designer. I probably don't want to be. I don't have enough investment in it, emotional or time investment, that I would really want to make a business out of that. And I got other things that I'm a lot better at than I will ever be at graphic design, probably. So I probably shouldn't do it that way. What I should do instead, if I need some graphic designing, is hire a graphic designer and spend my time on what I do well, like recording this show or writing books. Those are things that I do a lot better than I do graphic design, at least as of today. So this is a way that I can multiply my returns by focusing on what I'm good at instead of adding on my returns by focusing on something that I suck at. Give you another example. I'm a bad cook, or actually I'm not a bad cook. I'm a non-existent cook. I never actually do it. So I can't even say I'm bad at it. I just have, I have no rating. All right. I don't even have a, I'm not even on the radar when it comes to cooking skills. Now I don't, why do I not cook? Because even though I like to eat, I don't like taking time to cook. I don't like grocery shopping for ingredients and I don't like coming up with new meal ideas. I don't like doing any of these things. So you probably should be, you probably should have some affinity for at least one of these if you're going to cook, right? So here's what I do instead. I do not work on my cooking game and, or take cooking classes or read books on cooking or buy recipe books from Amazon. No, I don't do any of those things. You know what I do? I found a meal delivery service. I pay them and I let them do all of that. I let them go take the cooking classes. They can buy the cooking books. They can come up with the recipes. They can go shop for the ingredients. I don't know if they do any of that stuff. And as a matter of fact, I don't care if they do any of that. All I care about is that on the days that they deliver the meals, that there's a knock on my door and the meals get delivered to me. All I got to do is heat them up and eat it. That's all I care about. I don't care how it happens, why it happens, or what they're doing in the background. All I care about is that they deliver me the result. And that's what I'm willing to pay for. So even when you have something that you can call a personal weakness, you can find someone or something, as I explained a couple of days ago, who can help you in your area's weakness. If you hate going to the gym, for example, then because some of you might say, well, what about something that I kind of have to do and I can't really hire somebody else for it? If you hate going to the gym, your personal trainer cannot do your push-ups for you. All right, you still got to get on the floor and do the burpees. You still got to run on the treadmill and you still got to show up to the gym and you know, do the workouts. Even though the trainer can't do the push-ups, what the trainer can do is help you be efficient and productive in your time in the gym, even though you hate being in the gym. So even though you hate being in the gym, you still had to do it yourself. You can't hire somebody else to do it. You can find someone who will help you be efficient in that time because being that you hate the gym, if you really think about it, how much would you get done in the gym if left to your own devices, being that you already hate it? You probably wouldn't even show up in the first place. But if you hire a trainer, and as we talked about yesterday, your trainer is going to tell you what you need to know and show you what you need to see. Because you hired that trainer, that trainer is going to help you be as efficient as possible at the thing that you hate doing. So that's why you hired the trainer, because they'll bridge that gap for you. 
that you would not bridge by yourself. Because if you could, then you probably wouldn't even be in a position of looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, damn, I need to hire a trainer. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is do not outwork your weaknesses or don't try to outwork your weaknesses. You'll probably fail, but don't even try. Number three, do not misconstrue the entire work on your game message to mean that you have to be great at or even adequate at everything. When I say work on your game, understand that that means your game and you need to know what your game is. What is your game? Do you even know? Do you know what parts of the game are your game and what parts of the game are not your game? I'll give you an example here from sports. There's a video that I made probably around 2015 and it was made. I made it around the fall, probably around September, October, because around that time of year, that's when basketball players have basketball tryouts trying to earn their way onto the basketball team. So I would get every year, I would always get a ton of messages from basketball players, either before tryouts, during tryouts or after tryouts for help or guidance on what either was about to happen, was happening, was it, or it just did happen when it came to basketball tryouts. So I made this video to tell players, here are the things you need to focus on during tryouts. And one of the points that I made in that video, I probably got about five videos talking about basketball tryouts over the years. And I actually have a book. If you're watching this on video, you can see over my shoulder, I got a book called 30 Days to Tryouts. It is a book specifically for basketball players. It's specifically helping them get ready in the 30-day period before basketball tryouts. But anyway, in that video, this specific one, one of the things that I said in that video is players, you must play to your strengths. Playing to your strengths, and this is a principle that applies to everybody, even if you're not a basketball player. It means knowing what your game is and focusing exclusively on your game. What does that mean? If you're a basketball player who's not good at shooting three-pointers and somebody passes you the ball while you happen to be standing behind the three-point line, you do not need to shoot the ball. Just because you have the ball at the three-point line doesn't mean you need to shoot the ball at the three-point line. If you are not a good dribbler of the basketball, just because you have the ball doesn't mean you need to dribble it. You need to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. If you're a good outside shooter, you should probably position yourself on the court to where you can show off that skill. If you're a good ball handler, position yourself in a way that you can show that ability. If you're not good at something, don't put yourself in a position to have to do that. And or if you find yourself in a position where someone might expect you to do it, doesn't mean you have to do it. Just because you got the ball doesn't mean you got to shoot a three. I remember, I actually not remember, but as a basketball player, not myself personally, but I remember playing with players who were not good outside shooters and if they happened to catch the ball on the outside and they were wide open, nobody was guarding them, they wouldn't shoot the ball. They would look around for somebody to pass the ball to simply because that was not their game. They understood what they were good at. They understood what they were not good at. You need to know what that is. What is your game? Working on your game does not mean you need to be good at everything and damn sure do not need to try to prove that you're good at everything because you will fail because you're not good at everything. Focus on where you're strong and then conversely, use other people's time, money, attention, energy and focus to supplement your weaknesses. They can do what you can't do or don't want to do or are not good at doing. That's why you supplement other people software, entities, companies, etc. This is how you multiply your result instead of adding with your results. All this said, let's recap today's class, which is do not outwork your weaknesses. This is about the who before what mindset. Don't try to figure out what to do, figure out who can do it. And it is usually often it is not you. And again, we did a training on this in a Bulletproof Mastermind, which I'll tell you about in a moment. Point number one, a weakness is a weakness for you for a reason. This skill is just not in your wheelhouse, and that's okay. While you can become okay at it, it's not going to be a money skill. 
Focus on the things that you had the potential to be amazing at, not your weaknesses. Point number two, people who are see themselves as super hard workers often make the mistake of trying to outwork their weaknesses. The problem is they actually make progress. Yes, there's a problem that they make progress because every minute they spend trying to chase more progress at a mediocre skill is a minute you're not spending at your money skills, the things that actually make you money. What's in your mediocre skills do not make you money. So you're working hard on something that's never going to produce the returns that you want. This is progress by addition. People who progress by multiplication know what they do. They focus on the things that they're great at and they abdicate or pass off everything else. All right. Do not try to work on your game at everything. Work on your game at the things that are going to produce the highest return on investment for you. If you don't know what those are, get some outside help, an extra set of eyes who can see what you can't see and will show you what those things are because they will help you. They'll help you ask. They'll ask you to write questions and it'll be clear to you within a 15 minute conversation. I can help anybody figure out what their money skill is. And it's often not the thing that they've been focusing all their time, effort and energy on, unfortunately, but one person at a time of helping people out with that. And I'll tell you how I do that in a minute. And number three, do not misconstrue the work on your game message to mean you need to be good or even adequate at everything. Focus on where you're strong and then use other people's resources to supplement your weaknesses. All right. They can do what you can't do or don't do or are not good at doing. This is how you multiply instead of adding. So with all this said, Get my daily motivation text every day by texting me at 305-384-6894. And if you're a type of person who wants some help with finding out where exactly are you strong, where are you weak, what are your money skills, how can you focus on them, how can you start producing a return on investment from them and have the discipline in place to actually focus on them and get some real results. I'm talking within 30 days getting real results. You need to join my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's my group coaching program. I do a live training every week. We have a member-only community where there's constant conversation going on connections and networking happening. If you want to be a part of that, all you got to do is go to workonyourgameuniversity.com, click the appropriate button. You can join that mastermind. You can be in that mastermind today while you're listening to this. All that said, I'll see you on tomorrow's episode. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.